Good morning, good day, good evening, Grand Rising, and Hanukkah to all those ships at sea and in the great state of Florida. This is your boy, Mr. Political, reaching out to share a tidbit of shame. A shame which from time to time that I peruse because I have an issue with separatism within education. We have found that the great president had gave acknowledgement to Miss Methune Cookman by allowing her statue as white as marble as all the others. But one significant thing stands out, a black single rose. We wondered all the while why this statue of marble sits in this hall, carries but one single black rose. The reason is, is an indication of poverty, an indication of death, an indication of shame, a shame that only a Negro college grad could carry in the water that he carried for the Democratic Party. These Negro shameful individuals who go to HBU colleges, who acclaim everything that any black person has achieved, but give little to nothing to provide substance to one class of black, but serve only the Afro-American. In the last two days, it's been brought to our attention and happily brought to my attention that Methune-Cookman is the suburban ghetto full of mole rats, roaches, leaky walls, bed bugs, and all of this is done on federal grant money, on Pell Grant. But these are Negro college grads who wear Kenya cloths and move to political positions. These individuals, and I share their pain, but I will not share their shame. That in the great city of the city of Cocoa in Cocoa, Florida, a city councilman by the name of Alex Goins, a historical graduate, an alumni of the Negro clan who attended Ms. Methune-Cookman, is acting like his people. That he, among all, knew the conditions of Methune-Cookman, which he graduated from, which he sends money to, which he uses his position as a political pawn to bring in individuals from his college to get minority contracting, to block others from non-for-profits, to stop individuals from having space available to provide services and substance and mental health to our community. But Mr. Alex Gordon is a product of this slum. Mr. Alex Goins and his mother supports this slum because you understand that the mother is the first original teacher. So he has to learn that trifleness from his mammy. That is correct. Not mother. Mother teaches mammy. She just take care of other people's children. And since he is a member of the Negro College, and he is a Negro grad, and he's an Afro-American, and he's not black, because his college, his community, and his elected position reflects his feelings about black America, his feelings about the education of black children. He is deeply concerned about the education of the Afro-American child. 
Uh, Mr. Alex Goins, unfortunately, has forgot the old Negro adage that you must sweep around your door before you come and sweep around others. When you take on the great responsibility of leadership to a community that has fell short, dating all the way back to Mayor Green, where those individuals, the great legacy in the great celebration of 365 days a year, Rudy Stone, Oliver Wells, these individuals and many more within our community fought aggressively so we could have a district. We could not figure, we could not understand why we live in poverty in the city of Cocoa in District 1, a historical district which was created by a consent decree. We wrestled with the idea that no one cared about our advancement as those who sit within the ivory halls of the city of Coco, Mr. Mike Blake, Mr. Alex Goins, even Mr. Clarence Whipple, who is the president of the NAACP and the only individual who has ever broke the civil rights law, federal and state. Mr. Clarence Whipple of the great city of Coco, who handed a humanitarian award to the chief of police Yes, the chief of police within a black community is the only honest one. He does not want to be a member of the Negro clan. He just wants to serve the people of the city of Coca. He wants what is right under the Constitution, but the Negro clan wants to rule by example and learning of their oppressors. Today, when brought to my attention, the status of Methune-Cookman in Daytona Beach, Florida, one of two historical black colleges, it makes me wonder, what is the status? What is the living conditions? Even if they have running water, or maybe I should even imagine that they were allowed to wear shoes and read books. This is the legacy that the Negro colleges continuously propagate. This is the legacy that the Negro colleges use to manipulate and confuse young minds, to tell them if they join the Negro clan, if they be part of the oppressors who are oppressing their people, that they will gain the favor of whites they will gain the favor of Caucasians. They will gain the, the favor of Peckerwoods. They will gain the favor of honkies. That's a lot of favor that you're looking for in your life. But you cannot do it by plunging the bright minds of the future of Black America into poverty in a shameful position of learning. No child, may he be black or he be misfortunate enough to be born under the mark of the beast of Afro-American, cannot thrive in an environment full of rats, mold, leaky walls, potholes, drugs, 
This is a shame. This is why Miss Methune Cookman statue stands in that great hall with only one dead rose to reflect the competency of HBU College. Stacy Amons, Miss Harris, Miss Demons, all those individuals who went to colleges such as this who tell you about their great achievements when they went to these colleges and how these colleges created some form of camaraderie that gave them the empowerment to strive higher. Yes, there is such a thing as a higher ghetto. The only thing is it got running water, It got roofs that don't leak. You don't even have to worry about mold on your tennis shoe or being concerned whether or not you left your dresser drawer open and you mysteriously got a yeast infection. These things sound heinous, but this is what happens when you send your child to an HBU school. That is you okay. as the, con the conscious parent do not take a full opportunity to inspect, not visit, not to receive fellatio, not to be petted, because these are not qualities of parents. These are qualities of Afro-Americans. And if you are truly a black parent, I beg of you, in my Lord's name, inspect their buildings, take sample of their water, review the health department's inspections of their cafeterias. Be fully aware that those in those cafeterias may or may not have food safety handling license, that they may have some communicable disease that they could be transferred to bodily fluids, that your child each and every day is forced with contaminants that will threaten their lives. This is what you get from HBU College. Now, you say, and those have said, and even those who are not seen may whisper in the dark. You got a lot of gall, Mr. Political. You have a lot of nerve. And who left you in charge? Unfortunately, unlike most Afro-Americans, I hold a DD-214, I'm a registered voter, and I have a licensed firearm, and I paid all my child support, and I'm a heterosexual black man over the age of 50. And who but best in fewer ranks that we are to have critical comment about that ghetto they call Methune-Cookman 
College in Daytona Beach, Florida, who terrorizes the citizens of the great state of Florida with them pickaninnies, with them jigaboos, who call themselves Afro-American, who attend that college. And this just did not happen. This and the condition of those facilities and their accreditation have been in question since the 90s. That those organizations such as the Deltas, the AKAs, the Qs, the Alphas, have full knowledge of this shame. Even one of our premier city councilmen from the great city of Rockledge, who has a Christian program, who taunts us at each and every turn of his love for the Negro cop. But he will not be the first, nor his wife will be the first, to say something's wrong. Nor will Alberta Wilson, who is our historical legacy, she knew that the college was raggedy because she didn't even want her child to go there. That she purposely sent her child to a white college and then used her influence with the Negro clan to get him a job. Knowing all the while that she don't support black education, she just exploit black education and black people. She do not support Afro-Americans. She just exploit black people. Now, these are not the names that I've thrown around in an area that has a consent decree for over 275 years that we have fought so we can have the same equalities as some Caucasians. Hear me carefully. Some Caucasians, because all Caucasians don't have equality in America. But in my small bastion, one which fought with two and six great men, and all are dead, and now we question, because we have Cyrods and alumni from Methune Cookman and Fam U running our government, and things have been going bad, and my community looks like a slum, and most of the county where they have black politicians to the point that even the city councilwoman from Rockledge, Florida allowed the Ebony newspaper to portray her as an elected official of the city of Cocoa. And that this individual woman did not have the decency, the respect for herself to clarify the error. Or is it an error? Because they've been rigging elections around here, especially in the city of Cocoa. They love to rig an election. And even though the supervisor of elections within Pavard County has full knowledge that they listed above names have participated in election fraud. She hesitates at each and every turn in turning their name in to Governor DeSantis. That each and every turn when it is brought to her attention, the corruption that comes out of the city of Cocoa, 
that she will not, will not, or for some odd reason, cannot contact the attorney general and ask him to investigate Mr. Alex Goins and his friends who runs the government within the city of Cocoa, who retaliates against black people because they feel that they are the superior. They use their positions to continuously impoverish the people in District 1 in the city of Cocoa. I could go on for hours and hours and hours to talk about the idiotic behavior of these pickaninnies. Now, some may sit and twist their thumbs and tighten their jaws and bout to piss on themselves because I used a great deal of effort, racial effigies to describe the low-class, unhuman behavior of these Afro-Americans, a.k.a. Negra. These Afro-Americans have brought us to where we are today. They have brought us to the position that the governor has banned Afro-American studies in the great state of Florida. That at each and every turn, you have no one to address the civil rights violations within Pavard County due to the level of corruption within the central branch of the NAACP in Pavard County, the North Branch, the Titusville Branch of the NAACP and its corruption, its dysfunctionalness. It is a lay man's club for overprivileged Negras. These Negras do little to nothing but flash gang signs and symbols and have tribal dances to express their separatism when it comes to Black America. That they have truly took the beast, the mark, the Afro-American, that mark of shame, which for the last four decades in our country have brought us to this point. And to hear which should not be shocking that that shack, that roadhouse, that trap house they call the college is full of roaches, mold, leaky ceilings, and 80% white teachers. How far have we fallen? in our pursuits to go forward. This is a shame. This is a travesty. Usually at this point, I apologize for offending individuals, if that's what they are, because they're no closer to human beings than individuals. And I usually speak sincerely in my apologies. But at this bastion, I cannot apologize that these individuals, just as we met the door with the Negro College Fund and Lou Rawls, 
to save these individuals for the last three decades with the pursuit of the Cosby show in a different world and other sitcoms have betrayed black America, that they are as their masters are creating their own race, their own association. And in doing this, we need to investigate these colleges. We need to investigate the staffs, but I am only one black person who have lost faith at HBU colleges. There are many alumni out there and I'm speaking to you that it is time to stop slinging gang signs and colors and doing tribal dances. Your house is on fire. And as Malcolm has said, and maybe it should burn down and maybe you shouldn't have a house. This is your boy, Mr. Political. My views, my thoughts, and unfortunately, as a black man, my shame. And I'm out. I lost my love